Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's Strategy Academy podcast. I'm your host, Christy Smith, VP of Clinical Strategies for Health Pro Heritage. And with me today, I have two very special guests, Elisa Bovey, VP of Clinical Strategies. Hey, Elisa. Hey, good morning. How are you? Great, thanks. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. And also, Teresa Toth, VP of Clinical Reimbursement for Health Pro Heritage. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Christy. Um, So I'm so excited to have you girls here. I know our listeners will greatly benefit from this episode, um, as will myself. Um, But I always love to hear your takes on things and, you know, your key takeaways and and best practice strategies for our folks out there. Um, Big, big conversation today surrounding uh, some of the more recent updates from CMS, specifically related to nursing home compare, quality measures, quality reporting program. Um, There's been some communications from them on what will be frozen and when. And, you know, it's really important that we keep our finger on the pulse. And so that's what we wanted to review with you all today is what is um, incorporated in that update from CMS regarding, you know, what's frozen and what's um, coming into play for some of those measures. And then what do you need to do to stay vigilant as a provider to ensure that you are set up for success now and also in the future? Um, So, that obviously didn't do it justice with what regards to um, the recent communications are. So I'm going to hand it over to Elisa to give a broad overview of that. Thanks, Christy. So a few points that I want to talk about, and my focus is going to be thinking about the quality reporting program. But I want to go back for a minute and think about the nursing home public profile. So that information is displayed on Nursing Home Compare. Nursing Home Compare uses four quarters worth of data at any one time. So what happened with 2020 due to the public health emergency is that quarter one 2020 and quarter two 2020, so January 1 through June 30th, 2020, that data is not going to be used on Nursing Home Compare. But what does that mean for us? So we're still generating MDS assessments. We need them to bill Medicare Part A. The nurse, the quality reporting program is based off of Medicare Part A assessments. Now, I understand Nursing Home Compare also has five-star quality rating data and quality measures, and Teresa's going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. But what I think is important to note is that some, some dates and thinking about what we're looking at on an ongoing basis, just because... CMS has said, well, we've got this public health emergency. There's an issue with providers having their, being able to generate enough data and accurate data for this first two quarters of 2020, so they're not going to use the data. We still have that at our fingertips, though. We can still use the CASPER system to print out our reports. We have a facility level. We have a resident detail report. If you look at Chapter 13, of the CASPER manual, it it details out for a quality reporting program, how to generate those reports. So what they've talked about is October, 2020, they're gonna have a, they're going to refresh, excuse me, they're gonna refresh the data and that's gonna include quarter four of 2019. Then they are going to essentially freeze the data on Nursing Home Compare through October 2021. They talked about public reporting resuming January 2022, but there's going to be missing data from quarter one and quarter two of 2020. So they may need to have some rule changing 
which means that it, it, they have to pass it via law in the final rule. If they feel as though the methodology uh, needs to change due to missing data of the two quarters. So we're going to stay tuned for that. But they talked about they're going to resume public reporting in January 2022, and then they'll have a normal refresh of Nursing Home Compare in April of 2022. So the things that we're looking for, again, in focusing on the quality reporting program is the four functional measure uh, quality measures, GG. So that's focused on GG. Those four measures are, will be now posted in October 2020. And then they're also going to be including the quality reporting skin measure and drug regimen review. So 2020 of October, we want to look, once they've refreshed Nursing Home Compare, see where we're at, continue to monitor, pull our reports out of CASPER, and look at our ongoing processes and where our percentages lie and such, but then know that we are looking forward to 2022 before we're going to have some refreshed data on that Nursing Home Compare site. Gotcha. Uh, So that is a lot of information for our listeners, probably. Um, You know, Teresa, thoughts, key takeaways, um, maybe some high-level overview of what they can be doing to stay vigilant and why it's so important that they do. Absolutely. We want to continue to be moving forward with our quality measure improvement. So we don't want to sit back on our laurels um, because there's, there's a freeze. Obviously, the data from 2020 is going to be not used, uh, as Elisa said, for quarter one and quarter two. And we're frozen here at um, 2019, four quarters for the five-star quality measure uh, rating. However, moving forward with survey and the use of the quality measures to to determine, are we maintaining the highest practical level of functioning for our residents? So we need to continue to pull our CASPER reports review what residents are triggering and continue to take that to Q&A and uh, develop copy plans in order to continue to show that we are progressing and uh, improving upon our statistics. And so at HealthPro Heritage, one of the processes that we do use is clinical grand rounds. Clinical grand rounds is a monthly process that we use that helps us to manage for those states that are CMI, our our CMI uh, strategy for making sure that we're identifying all the resources being used for the resident. But it's also a, a process to allow us to identify triggering quality measures for our residents so that we can timely and proactively provide intervention um, and, and ca- update care plans um, in order, again, to maintain the highest practical level of functioning for our residents and prevent those declines. And so through this process, Um, We want to continue to make sure that we're staying on top of where our residents are triggering and what our facility statistics are. Uh, Again, for a survey aspect of it, the surveyors will be coming in and looking at those residents um, who are triggering these quality measures. And we need to continue to provide that highest quality of care in life um, for the resident and continue to manage this. So we don't want to say, oh, well, our, our statistics are you know, frozen right now, we want to continue, we don't want to lose ground on anything that we have gained through the quality measure um, management of this. So we want to continue to move 
in the positive direction. So that's why we say, you know, we want to stay vigilant. We want to make sure that we're using those processes as a, such as clinical grand rounds in order to continue to identify these quality measures and make improvements. Great. That's really helpful. Um, I guess my question is, and this may be a silly one, but in the meantime, what would you say are the best ways that they can monitor that progress in real time? Um, you know, I know, Lisa, you mentioned the CASPER reports will still be updating. Um, what, like, if we had to give advice to our folks out there, you know, three takeaways, uh, what would you say those things are just to make sure that they can walk away with their to-do list of like, got to keep my finger on the pulse for these? That's such a good question, Christy. So I have one particular thing in mind is that you mentioned, you know, I said Casper. So go to chapter 13 of the Casper manual um, specifically for the quality reporting program and look for your facility level and your resident level reports and analyze that information. Pull it into your QAPI program where you continue to see areas that are an issue. It could be falls. It could be an issue with skin. Again, these are short-stay residents. So if we're having an issue with a drug regimen review or, again, those quality reporting measures that will be new on Nursing Home Compare, looking at GG, where are the barriers? Where's the breakdown? So I would say looking at your reports but then coming together as a team and highlighting where there continues to be barriers and problem solving through how to make a permanent or sustainable change. One last thing I want to mention is because there are going to potentially be um, assessments that don't line up due to the PHE in this quarter one and quarter two, providers could receive an error message. It's going to be a 909 error message when looking at subsequent assessments after the PHE where there might not be information that lines up. So just know that all MDSs, you know, will be accepted into the system, even though that there is an error message and providers might want to take note of which assessments have that, but that it won't prevent anything from occurring with data moving forward. Awesome. That makes perfect sense. Teresa, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I agree exactly with what Elisa said. And, and also, too, is making sure that you do pull your five-star report on a monthly basis. So even though the data is frozen for the four quarters of 2019 on the five-star, you want to make sure that you're pulling that. Um, they do provide um, information on the reports, what's going on, um, good alerts to the facility. Um, it's also important to note that even though the data is frozen for qu quarters um, all four quarters of 2019, they're going to continue to update until the underlying data reaches December 31st, 2019, which means we have the MDS data in there. We also know that the five-star is based on claims data. So until all of the information is received um, through for December 31st, 2019, through that date, um, you may see some changes based off of the quarter four 2019 data. Uh, however, it's a frozen timeline. We're just waiting for all the submitted data to, to catch up. So it is still important to pull that five-star report to on a monthly basis, check to see if there's any alerts, any new information that they are providing to you as the provider, um, and, and use that report along with 
as Lisa said, pulling that facility level report and resident specific report from CASPER and managing those quality measures through your, your QAPI process, your QA&A meeting, et cetera. You know, and also use that information on a, on a monthly basis through any process that you have, such as clinical grand rounds, in order to review it in real time to ensure that your residents' care plans are up to date and that you have those person-centered care plans. Um, some of the things that we can do that, that we're seeing is making sure we also understand the correct coding guidelines from the RAI manual for coding the MDS. And just one example I would like to give is um, doing some chart audits recently on the quality measures and just looking at the long stay measure of mobility worsening. Um, that it comes from locomotion on the unit. And so the definition of locomotion on the unit is how the resident moves between locations in his or her room and adjacent corridor on the same floor. So if in a wheelchair, then the self-sufficiency once in the chair. So what we're seeing is a, a spike in facilities um, triggering this quality measure of residents having a worsening in mobility. And we understand what's going on um, basically through all three quarters so far of, of 2020 is that we have residents who are more confined to their room because of having to isolate or having to quarantine. And we can't, we want to make sure that we're coding accurately because locomotion on the unit includes how they move about in their room. And so are we accurately capturing how they're moving about in their room? Just because they're not going out to the corridor to walk around or to the walk to dine program and things like that, we need to understand how to code this. So we're seeing residents who were either supervision, uh, limited assistance, now being coded as um, activity not occurring or a seven occurring only once, one or two times. And so I would ask these residents who are incontinent uh, and maybe on a, a toileting program, you know, they're not totally incontinent or they're continent, how are they moving about their room then to go to the, the you know, the restroom in order um, to wash up for the day to use the facilities? So we have to remember that they are doing locomotion on the unit. They're moving about their room. So are we coding that accurately? And so that would be one thing as a tip to look at, making sure that we're understanding the REI coding instructions and that we're coding that information correctly. Because I have seen through audits that we are um, inaccurately capturing some things that, that are now causing us to show that we're, we're triggering more in those measures. So we want to make sure that the nurses understand that when they're documenting on, on their documentation, that nursing understands that. And if the person is on therapy, that we're also including interviewing and reviewing their documentation to include it as um, part of coding of Section G. So, Elisa, um, would you be able to add to how we're watching the QM trending? Absolutely. From the Thanks, Teresa. We are working so feverishly to make sure that our Optima reports line up with the quality reporting. And we have partnered up with a couple different companies, uh, but we have the ability to mirror those reports and 
again, as you talked about with clinical grand rounds and monitoring the whole house on a monthly basis, we can produce data, we can have very in-depth conversations and speak to how to look at patients individually, um, you know, even under the microscope, but then also take a step back and do a broad brush to see where there might be some slight changes and how we can get involved, but also look at how the data is trending. And we do this with quality, five-star quality measures, with quality reporting, and this is for the MDS-based as well as the claim-based, so your hospital transfers for short and long-term. So really excited to dig into talking more about these types of reports, and we can do that on a future um, broadcast. But I wanted to thank you, Teresa um, and Christy, for having us today, and we will look forward to our next episode. Take care, everybody.